0: The Ryan Tupperty Show on RTE Radio 1 with Elevon Merchant Services. Growing your business is easy peasy with us by your side. It's four minutes past nine. Good morning to you all. It's Friday morning, the 29th of April, 2022. We're heading towards uh, into May. I love the month of May. And uh, we are here till 10 on 51551. That's the text number. You can email ryan at rte.ie. Beautiful, sunny, if chilly morning here in Dublin, Ireland. It's great to have your company this morning for the next hour. And then, hopefully, tonight uh, on the Late Late Show. I'll tell you who's on. In due course. Um, What have we got now after tonight? We've got four Late Late Shows left before summer recess and um, but we stay here with you for the most part on the radio and um, lots to do lots of places to go and lots of people to see and I might do future I'd love to do in in uh, the first few weeks off uh, school tours where I just do personal school tour for one and go to places and museums and gardens and uh, catch-up people and things that I've been listening to or uh, people I've, I've even spoken to are uh, going to go and see them and go, hey, remember me? They go, what are you doing here? I said, oh. uh, now, did you ever get the feeling that you're talking to a brick wall when trying to communicate with your children? Yeah, this is a piece in the Irish Daily Mail today. New study suggests there may be some science to this. Um, they found that teenagers' brains start tuning out their mothers' voices at around the age of 13. Now, you might think, well, that's kind of mean, mean on mothers, mean on teenagers. But they're, I think that what they're trying to say is, there is a, there's a science behind it. So it's not just going, oh, you're not listening to me. It's more, I can't. It, 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 it suggests that when your teenagers don't seem to hear you, it's not simply that they don't want to clean their room or finish their homework. Their brains aren't registering their voices, or at least your voice, the way they did in pre-teenage years. Okay, this isn't too scientific, it's nearly over. Just as an infant knows to tune into her mother's voice, or his mother's voice, an adolescent knows to tune into novel voices. So as a teen, you don't even know you're doing it. You're just being you. Therefore, this is not a teen bashing exercise. This is saying, teens, we understand. Now we know. We were one once. And you've got your friends now as a teenager, and new companions. You want to spend more time with them, so you zone out of the... Well, in this case, it seems to be the maternal voice. And your mind is increasingly sensitive to and attracted to these unfamiliar voices, the friends. And the brain's shift toward new voices is an aspect of healthy maturation. So there you are. This is, this is, it explains everything. They're not ignoring you. They're just retuning their brains to the next phase of their lives. So teenagers, you're free of charges against you by parents who are saying... You're being rude. You're just saying, no, I'm not. I'm being neurologically, uh, evolutionarily sound. So you have to roll with me as much as I have to roll with you. I like that story. That's good. Here's a great headline from Cork Live. Tractor towing truck that was carrying a truck that was carrying another truck causes Jack Lynch tunnel block. So I this way. This picture appears to show a tractor with a trailer carrying a truck which has another smaller truck on it. And then again, an even smaller truck on that. And that allows us then to explain that a tractor towing, a tractor towing truck that was carrying a truck that was carrying another truck caused the latest Jack Lynch Tunnel Height Alarm Trigger. And the tunnel was once again blocked this morning, yesterday morning, as a new system introduced in March has been a lot more stringent on vehicles going over the height limit. So it's like beeping and you're going, no, no, no. So it it goes all crazy. And Somebody said, looking at the picture, it looks like the Transformers Army. That's like, like Transformers on the move and the Jack Lynch Tunnel. And multiple incidents involving over vehicle alarms at the Jack Lynch Tunnel have been caused by this new safety system. It's much stricter than the one it replaced. It went in in March and it's taken away the the wriggle room that many HGV drivers had been used, uh, used to at the tunnel. Okay, so that's what's happening there at the Jack Lynch Tunnel. But staying in Cork... Uh, the Irish Examiner telling us today that Ireland's second busiest airport is expecting to welcome over 40,000 travellers over the weekend. I was in town over, during this week a couple of times and I noticed an enormous amount of tours, tourists and coaches around the place. And I thought this is good news uh, for for business broadly. There's 82% recovery um, travelling uh, wise in the airport in Cork. On the same period in 2019 Before the pandemic struck And Cork Airport says The figures show people Have a strong appetite For international travel once again And uh, you've got Ed Sheeran's Playing there um, he's, he's in again tonight uh, Munster playing Cardiff At Musgrave Park uh, Cork City playing Longford Town In Turns Cross So there's lots there And maybe that would explain Why they're all hanging out uh, Now 5151 is uh, 51551 is the text number And over in the United States of America, um, the, the, I don't know, it's called the Late Late Show, but of course, there's only one Late Late Show. Well, our Late Late Show is around 60 years. So theirs is definitely followed followed on from that. But equally, revolving hosts. And in this case, James Corden has been hosting it for a few years now. uh, Since 2015, he's been there that long. And he's leaving. James Corden is leaving the Late Late Show uh, as host. He said it's the hardest decision he's ever had to make. And he's got another uh, season to run um, to finish out his contract. And he said um, this coming year's show would be the best we've ever had, and we're going to go out with a bang. And it doesn't say why necessarily. It's talk of family, uh, back to family. But maybe he wants to go back to the UK, um, things like that. And of course, um, he made uh, he, that that show appears to have been successful. And certainly, the carpool karaoke thing was that took off, did it not? So he's uh, he's out of there, and Piers Morgan had a go at that too, didn't he, Larry King? And he he ended up going home too. Um, so it, it they don't it does not great longevity in the British invasion, if you like, of American talk show of the American talk show world. So over he comes and off he goes, and well, fair play to him. Um, I'm sure he enjoyed himself while he got there. Um, a lot of fun. It looked like a lot, he had a lot of fun. Former TK Maxx worker explains what it means if you see number two written on price tags. Okay, so. Shoppers have long gone to TK Maxx to get uh, big brands, budget prices. That's how it works, you know. And many a designer treasure can be found hanging on the bargain palaces racks. And a man who used to work at TK Maxx has now revealed how customers can spot the very best bargains, explaining there's one number in particular you should look for. And on any label, you can see a number. And the number that is really exciting to a customer is the number 2. Because that means It's genuine stock That was That was sold At a higher price Somewhere else And it's excess stock Or something like that So that's it If you're there Look at the label Seek out the number two And you're in business Uh, These are the dog breeds The dog breeds That live the longest This could make you A bit sad now Or this could make you Very happy now Depending Because dogs are, are Such an important And integral part Of one's life Whether you're On your own, or in a family setup, a bigger family setup. uh, The dogs mean so much. The the dog that'll live the longest, the dog that I often describe cruelly and unfairly as a narky dog, the Jack Russell. I always feel the Jack Jack Russell is kind of wakes up with a bit of a head and wants to kind of take you up on something you said. You know, I think if a Jack Russell could 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 reconfigure their paws to to be able to. To work a phone They'd they'd be trolls on Twitter But nevertheless The Jack Russell Much maligned I'm sure they're beautiful dogs And so many of you Love your Jack Russell And of course you do Loyal Jack Russells They live the longest uh, Almost uh, 13 years on average That's not bad going For Jack Russells Um, Unfortunately then The other end of it Is are the French Bulldogs Generally known To have various health issues Because of the abnormally Short snout And intense breeding they have an average life expectancy of four and a half years. Very that's an awful lot a short time, isn't it? When you get so invested in the in the in the dog where you're going where you love the dog and the dog's so important. Four and a half years isn't an awful lot. Um where else have we got? The Yorkshire Terriers will will uh, could live for on average twelve and a half years, border collies, twelve years. Um and then the 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 other end of it, English Bulldogs, Pugs, American Bulldogs all Down the other end of it, um, you won't it wouldn't be expected to live more than eight years, it's not, not an awful lot. So, you'd have to possible explanations include differing levels of neutering, as females may be more likely to be neutered uh, than males. And he added the vet here that added that uh, males are more likely to be put down due to undesirable behavior and also tend to engage in higher levels of risk taking than females, with consequently higher risk of death from trauma. So, that's it, that, Joanne McAnally. Uh, arguably the funniest woman in Ireland. Um, she, how many gigs has she sold out in? In uh, Vickers Street, she is a, yeah, definitely a modern phenomenon. And uh, she <laughs> she sent out a tweet last night saying, "Anyone coming to Vickers Street tonight with a makeup bag I can borrow? I forgot mine. I look like shit, and I need everything. Uh, please help. She needs everything. Well, I hope she got it. Did she? Can we just double check? Make sure she got the lend." Do, do, do people mind swapping, makeup, like lending a makeup brush or is it a very personal thing? I, I don't, obviously, I don't know. I know I have my own bag, don't you know, on a Friday night. My own bag has got a little label going, Tupperty, tea, Tupperty's brushes. And uh, that's just justified. But when you're desperate, I'm immediately told by those who know, when you're desperate, you'll use somebody else's brush, but otherwise not that common. Amazon, isn't it funny? How much time did we spend on Amazon for two years buying stuff, Um, even though we did try and urge everyone to go to the shop local, which you did. You did, and we all did. But uh, shares have plunged uh, as uh, Amazon Post's first loss since 2015. Now, that's kind of an unfair economy because they went so bonkers in the pandemic that anything like a loss in their world is like a millionaire losing a fiver, you know, I would suspect... So um, anyway, it suffered its slowest growth for two decades, but it did knock $150 billion (laughs) off its value last night as the pandemic internet shopping boom ground to a halt. It's interesting how the streaming services all having to realign their world order after the pandemic going okay so you it was a boom because we were all stuck in and so forth but equally with Amazon. It's good news I think for retailers that Amazon is suffering quote unquote because people are going to the shops. You cannot beat the shop experience. I had to get a foreign currency recently and god I had to go because the banks have become weird sort of hybrids where there's maybe one person there saying hello welcome. Now there's the machine oh okay but can I talk to... No, you must not talk to me. Talk to them. I don't, I'm being kind of unfair because then I went into another bank and they were so brilliant that I couldn't thank them enough. Um, um, and I think I got, I, got, I got some currency from the post office. And then when I brought the, the remainder back, they said, no, they can't change it back into... So like, you, ah. Oh, John Man McNally got sorted. Thanks. Thank God. I presume the gig was tremendous as well. Spider-Man... Remains one of the world's most popular superheroes. And this is why. It's because he's relatable. So Bruce Wayne slash Batman is too rich and too troubled in some ways. But Spider-Man, he's a young guy whose awkwardness has made him relatable. He isn't anything special. He's just normal. He's not normal. He's got spider stuff coming out of his arms and he's going over there. But I suppose as his alter ego, yeah. Uh, Unlike Batman... Spider-Man doesn't have billions of dollars in the bank. He's just more relatable than a billionaire who lives in a mansion on his own, according to this piece this morning. He notes that uh, this... um, This is Reese Connolly speaking. He's a comic fan. He notes that Spider-Man's life, full of issues at school and with his family, features scenarios that many fans have experienced in their own lives. But it's more than that. He has a difficult, tragic life and yet still maintains that puppy-dog enthusiasm for life and keeps bouncing back, which is inspiring. Okay, Spider-Man. Popular... Never one of my favourites. I was always I a Superman guy. I loved loved Superman as a kid. And uh, to an extent, still do. Still do. Suspension of disbelief. Now, there's an ad in the papers this morning for Richard Clayderman. I started laughing going, Richard Clayderman. Then I was, what happened? If, if this was a TV programme like a science fiction, I would be... And I'd be about nine in the back of my car, my dad's car, or, you know, and the cassette tape would be put in and I go who is that strange kind of flat blondy hair thing like it wasn't styled it like it was like a like kind of helmet but not a pudding bowl It's kind of flat and he seemed like a nice man he would have been a, maybe a heartthrob in a sort of Russell Watson-y Alfie Bow way you know those popper stars I don't know he played the piano was he French? German? Belgian maybe? and then there's every time I see Richard Clayderman, I just hear those same the same piece of music and I'm going Year is it? 1980 something. It's French, I not I'm, I'm, I'm thinking um, prawn cocktails, you know, for the treat. Swiss chalet. You know, this is. It's not. It's not bad. There's a, there's, there's a sort of a, a sort of synthy thing going on behind. Is there like a? Maybe a Casio or something. I know this backwards. Mm-hmm. 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 Was it the Andre Rio of the 80s? OK, big. Go on, Richard. Richard. <laughs> Elle est Whoa, going for now. Anyway, that's a piece called Ballade pour Adeline and that's from uh, Richard Clayderman uh, who is... Um, <laughs> the ad is brilliant. Richard Clayderman, the prince of romance. Yes, he is. And he has sold 80 million albums and he's going to be playing in September in the National Concert Hall. So there's a blast from Brad. And the picture of him looks like he hasn't aged a day. And good on him. And uh, good luck with that. Good luck with that, Richard. Um, I don't know anything about you, but I hope you have a great gig in Ireland and you're welcome whenever you arrive in September. It'll be fun. Now, elsewhere, um, some texts. Why, why use the bank? Call to the local credit union where you will always be... well? I do love the credit union, I have to say. Um, always feel they're very welcoming and kind. Praise the credit unions for ease and simplicity, says Rebecca. Yeah, well said. Uh, Richard Claderman says the text, is in the Guinness Book of Records as being the most successful pianist in the world how do you quantify the most successful? How does that work, I wonder, in terms of, does he play more than anyone else? Has he got more pianos than you or me? Has he sold more albums? That's it. Must be. If he sold 80 albums, according to the ad, which is obviously true, it's true. Uh, Scientific fact, Ryan, I have three uh, uh, kids under 10 and the only way they can actually hear me amongst them fighting is if I shout. No parenting manual would admit that. Well, you learn fast uh, 51551 That is the text number And you can email Ryan at rte.ie And there's a great guy Great guy uh, Who's got a big birthday tomorrow Mr Ken Waller I want to wish you A happy birthday From all of us To you And I uh, hope you have A great time A Spoiled Rotten By Dora And the Great Grace And the wonderful Sue And um, yeah Have loads of fun And uh, dance a lot And strut your way Into the next decade Roper for Business 51551 is the text number and it's great to have you with us this Friday morning. That's Rolling Stones. It's starting me up at 9 24 this Friday morning. Um, you, know, <laughs> you love Richard Clayton. I had a feeling you might. And there's a kind of a sense of nostalgia. So you went there with me in, in terms of the cassette tape in the car situation. You've ta- like Amory in, in, in Wexford says, you've taken me right back to my childhood. My man played that Richard Clayton song almost every day on the piano. Does that make it a happy trigger or a bad trigger? I mean, every day is a long time, but uh, certainly it's a piece of music that there's no mistake. That Richard Clayton music was the soundtrack to the elevators, the lifts, in the Dunleary shopping centre in the 1980s. Well, how well you remember. And the shopping centre hasn't changed a day. Um, it's still there. And uh, if you think, that's true, actually. It's when you think about this, I think that's my favourite text there this morning is the one that says, Ah, yes, I need a glass of. Blue Nun with that What was the other one? Black Tower Wasn't that it? Blue Nun and Black Tower Your Richard Clayderman Story says Siobhan um, Took me back for some reason I can't explain Back in secondary school I used to tell people I was related to him you <laughs> I said it so much They started to believe me And I nearly convinced myself in the end Totally random I might have all the people in all the world to say you're related What's your name Siobhan Brannock. Yeah, Are you anything to Richard Clayderman <laughs> Thanks for playing my all-time favourite piece of music. Ballad, poor Adeline. And have a lovely week. Deirdre in, in court. Deirdre? Take it. We were just reminiscing about the ads on TV that you could say, would you like to buy everything Richard Claverman has ever done in his whole life on 55 cassettes, 300 vinyls, and maybe in 10 years' time, the CD, which hasn't been invented yet. What do you do, I sign here, 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 and you'll be paying for Richard Claderman for the rest of your life Ballad for Adeline and your bank account Richard Glademan Anyway Richard Glademan coming to town in September so get busy booking your tickets I'm having a breakfast here sorry keep them going keep going there Richard you forgot the fondue Ryan I did sorry fondue blue non fondue prawn cocktail Richard Claderman. it's all perfect a bit of Grange Hill, half four question of sport half eight Richard do it it's beautiful I'm here having my breakfast nice and calm and you play Richard Clayton I'm in tears no that piece of music touched the chord for no particular reason wow, could you play it again without talking through it no nope. I will talk all the way through it because you'll have to just download it yourself and play it in peace but on live radio not so sure I used to play that on the piano in my childhood, says uh, Kylie the Kiwi. Kiwi. I'm from New Zealand. He was a worldwide phenomenon. You chatting about Richard Clayderman has reminded me of my late mother, says a text, and how my mother loved listening to him when my brother drove her on a shopping trip to Waterford from home every couple of weeks in the 80s. Nice memory. The cassette tape never wore out. How I don't know Happy memories And today was her birthday So thank you for bringing The memories back You just What can I say What about a Matthias Rosé If you're very sophisticated I remember working In an off-licence once And that was Very Somebody just sends in One word Baby sham The Ryan Tuberty Show On RTE Radio 1 Well uh i Twelve minutes to ten. I, I'd mentioned in passing an ad I saw for Richard Clayderman in the newspapers this morning, and uh, played a little bit of ballad "Poor Adeline" um, uh, with that, and it has—it uh, it seems to have sparked off a, a great reaction. I'm convinced, as a text, that Richard Clayderman—that that, that ballad was played at my aunt's wedding, uh, and um, in the nineties. I, I must ask her. It brought me right back to being fourteen or fifteen. Richard Clayderman. It says, Mike in court gets name-checked in an episode of Only Fools and Horses, but in a derogatory way, which is very cruel. Uh, Matthias Rosé was pronounced Matthews Rosé on the north side. Well, I probably have it wrong, you know. I'm, I'm, I'm not an expert. I'm not a wine uh, person. I'm back in Berlin in 1981, says the text. Richard Clayton and music playing in various venues. Wonderful memories and very nostalgic. I think that's what he is. He seems to be the, a total moment of nostalgia for people. Well, he's playing the National Concert Hall in September, and that's why I, the ad is in the papers, but it just brought me back to my childhood, too. Thank you for playing such beautiful music, says Marion Limerick, here in tears. As years ago, a relation purchased a camcorder. Uh, experimented with it by taking clips of my wedding and a friend had it made into a DVD and as my partner passed away three years ago that same music was the music background used in the DVD and you just brought back such beautiful memories Mary, my condolences and, and I hope that's a very happy moment of nostalgia for you this morning and uh, thank you for, for listening and for getting in touch Thanks for making me grin from ear to ear with your combination of Richard Clayderman and the Rolling Stones. You're welcome. I'm ready for the weekend, says Catherine. Yeah, that that kind of sums up who we are, doesn't it? You know, the, the crazy of Clayderman and the joy of the Stones and the uh, the, the, uh, the, 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 the non-secretaries in between. It, it's we, That's what it is. That's the brain. The brain trust here. We, when we were younger, uh, our pianos... Our piano, sorry, piano. <laughs> you only had one p- Our piano... Was in the dining room, says the taxi. And when we had our friends around, my younger sister would be kissing her boyfriend while playing her Clayton on the piano. So my parents would think she was just showing off my piano skills. Weird, but I like it in, in that it's fun. I'm 70. Uh, oh, this is about online banking, I know? Some of my banking online, I do some, I do, yes, but feel sorry for older people who are forced to do their business online and have to get their younger family members to assist them managing their money, says Annie. Yeah, that's, it's a curse. Because, yeah, it is, it's just tricky. Um, regarding teenagers, says Sharon, not listening to their mums, I find this science interesting as I have a daughter who is 12 and very much a teen and we have a blackboard wall in our kitchen. She always writes her to-do list, usually given by me, uh, on it as... She knows herself, the info goes in one ear and out the other. This is her own init- uh, initiative and works brilliantly. It might be useful to, for our other frustrated parents and teens. Good idea. Although, as a as a non teenager myself, I find, uh, as I did earlier on this week, I just took out an old envelope or whatever it was and wrote down 10 things, maybe eight things I really needed to do that day. And there were things I needed to catch up on, people I'd, I hadn't been in touch with, and all these kinds of things. And I said, I won't, I will not be happy if this day closes without a line through each one of those things. And it's, it's quite, I it felt good. Like, yeah, I achieved it all and I was happy with that. I enjoyed a uh, great interview with Fionas as a text. Interesting, there's an indigenous leader in Ireland at the moment from Colombia, uh, Taita Pedro, uh, talking about how his people, the Misak, uh, have deep connections to the earth and their ancestral land. Well, he's, uh, you're very, very welcome to the indigenous leader, uh, Taita Pedro. And um, I hope you have a, a good trip to Ireland and teach us and learn from us. Uh, Dear, just been on to say fascinating discussion on the Irish connection to indigenous populations. Our Limerick family were lucky to live with the Ojibwe, uh, o- o- I think it is, and Cree in the seventies and eighties in Canada. How interesting! Um, that that must be okay. Let's take some music now at eight minutes to ten. I know it's a little retro today, but why not? It's Friday. So happy to- Fresh from Turtle Island. It's the turtles. Um, so happy to go. Aha. Uh-huh. Uh, 51551. Thank you for those. Uh, yes. um, of course, if you're, if you're talking about um, the prawn cocktail and the. What about the chicken Maryland and the baked Alaska? Thank you, Jerry. We'll add that to the Richard Claterman ban- ban- banquet, which we'll be having in, just before he plays the National Concert Hall in September. What else are you saying? You want some Liebfrau milk? Of course. But of course, anything. The gentleman and the lady might like to add to this, this catastrophic meal from the 1980s. Ryan, I have my two tickets for Richard Clayderman for two years. I can't wait to see him in September. You're nearly there. My neighbour's got a keyboard, says the text, and the, the demo was the, this. They enthrall their neighbours in relations, miming to it. Gas. Uh, this is the background music on our wedding, says the text, from our video from 1985. The man made the video, chose the music. And when my wife hears that music, her mind goes back to watching the video. And back then, when videos were made, and starts with the, everyone arriving at the church, and lots of people aren't with us anymore, so it's kind of sad. There was a girl in our class in secondary school, says the text, and she, she used to swear blind that she was related to Richard Clayton. I think she got in touch with us five minutes ago. Do you remember the, she said she used to pretend she was related to Richard Clayton, which is the weirdest lie of all time? Um, and uh, this brought back lovely memories of my lovely dad, says the text, who loved Richard Clayton, was Marion. And yes. Yes, I did text in one word, Baby Sham. Don't you remember that sophisticated little glass with the little deer on the side? Of course. No, that's I'm not sorry. I completely got the gag. I, I, in fact, I respected it and appreciated it very much. Thank you. So there's a, a lot of love and uh, nostalgia for uh, the great, very French, uh, Richard Clay. My, my favourite song is it makes me cry. Um, but not without a... Vesta Curry and of course the aforementioned Blue Nun Uh, it's all there the the off licenses of Ireland will be jammed with people of a certain vintage looking for a particular type of vino tonight Tell you what, I'm looking forward to talking with uh, Jim Gavin uh, tonight on The Late Late Show because he doesn't do a whole heap of interviews and he is a fascinating man. It's interest in aviation and the Army and Defence Forces and that's before we even get near Croke Park. It's uh, intriguing. And somebody you haven't spoken to on The Late Late Show i say for nearly 10 years is Cecilia Hearn, who's uh, joining us uh, tonight along with Moxie and uh, Brooke who is uh, Brooke Scullion is Ireland's entry to the Eurovision heading off. So we'll see how she's do- doing. She's tripping the, the live fantastic these days. Don't forget The Black Forest Gatto, Of course. I must add that to my list. I love Black Forest Gatto. I would love one now. So put that on the 80s banquet. Thank you. Um, And you're playing our wedding exit song. So happy together. Oh, right. That one from Lorraine and Carlo. Thank you. Husband's just back from being home, uh, back home from being in Pakistan for four months. And now today we are happy together. So, by the way, I served you personally in the bank back in the day. You were on the full Irish. Thank you. Well, that's going back. Thank you. Richard Clayderman. Background music, Chinese restaurant, in Clonmel. chicken curry, boiled Ross, uh, rice even, fo- followed by banana fritter and ice cream. this why, why do they, why do they fix things that weren't broken? Why these menus with impossibly to pronounce food that takes up one twelfth of the plate? What happened to a good old-fashioned chicken? I know you can get it. I seek them out. We go to moat for them with a the half and a half. Heaven. It's 10 o'clock. We've got to go. See you on the Late Late Show tonight. If not, uh, Tuesday morning here on the radio, of course. And stay tuned to Clareburn. Thanks for listening. Thanks to the team, as always. See you next time. The Ryan Tuberty Show. Listen back on the RTE radio player.